Millionaire is a very cringe word for a lot of people. When I hear those words, I get triggered. I'm not looking for a princess anymore, but I'm looking for a queen. From what I hear, it seems like it's never enough. When I left Romania, I was going to therapy, and my therapist said very similar things to what you said. What are you afraid of? Not living an extraordinary life. Yeah, but you're always kidding, man. You're already living the life that 0.1% of people live. How much money is enough? Hey guys, welcome to Soul to Soul. Today I am here with my really good friend Alex Hoodie. Alex Huditan, he calls himself humble, enlightened millionaire. He's one of the most influential names in Romanian e-commerce. He helped thousands of people to find financial freedom. He's a public speaker and for the last nine years he travels around the world enjoying the world's most mind-blowing experiences. Ah, such a great intro. Thank you very much. Thank you for having me. I want to start about the question about money, but from a different angle. How much money is enough? The answer to this question changed for me. I um, started changing my life about 10 years ago. And I remember writing on a piece of paper that how much I want to make in six months and how much I want to make in one year. In six months, it was $3,000 per month because... I would have enough money to have a lease to a nice car. I would uh, rent a nice apartment near the park. I would be able to go on some vacations. And that would be like a good life that I saw uh, around me. I'm from Romania. So 3000 was a good amount. And then in one year, if I could ever have 15000 per month, oh my God, I... I was like, this is too much, but I'm putting it as a dream because let's think big. Oh my God, $15,000. Nobody has um, time to spend all that money. It's too much. Oh, maybe it's too much, but I did. I put it down as 15,000 and how I would spend my time if I make that amount. And in uh, about seven months, I was already making 15,000 and um, it's easy how my life changed and how I adjusted to spending that money. And I went to conferences and I was meeting people that were making uh, 10 times more, a hundred times more than that. And um, that was proof that it's possible, that it's more. But I was also looking at their lifestyle, how they're living their life, where does their attention go? And I saw that they were in kind of in a loop in uh, making more money for the sake of more. Because once you start making money, you it's like a game and you get to the next level and you get to the next level and you're making 4 million and then 8 and then 16 and then 30 and uh, you feel good inside because you're getting better and better at the game and you see the results outside. But there's also a caveat. There's also a thing that is uh, missing that I saw from the outside with these friends of mine. 
that they were not living the life that they wanted. They uh, neglected some parts of their life, uh, the relationship with their parents, their relationship with spirituality, with their friends, their travel plans and uh, making their dreams come true, let's say, um, passions, um, all, all the other stuff in their life was put on hold for a even longer and longer time. And uh, I was looking at their life and actually started to be more grateful and appreciate the amount of money that I was making at the time. And in the last 10 years, I left a lot of money on the table. We can, I, I can't know how much it is, maybe hundreds of millions of dollars because it was enough for me to have money from, from multiple sources that were sustaining my lifestyle. For me, enough was uh, maybe around $20,000, $25,000 per month, things that I would need for myself, for people around me, my family. Uh, I enjoy gifts uh, and uh, helping people. So uh, all that is for me to, to answer your question about uh, $20,000, $25,000 per month. The one thing that I wanted to ask you is if you read your Instagram bio and the way how you present yourself in multiple times that I've seen you is humble, enlightened millionaire. Uh, before I go to my question, can you maybe explain why are you presenting you in this way? Sure. I uh, believe a lot in the power of words and in the power of labels. I think uh, a lot of people become identified with the labels that they use. I am an entrepreneur. I am a philanthropist. I am a vegan. I am whatever it may be. People start to look outside and then integrate the whole concept of that idea, even if some nuances are not who they really want to be. For example, for me, I was looking at uh, Gary Vaynerchuk as the example of entrepreneurship. And he was hustling and grinding and like, if you, you're not doing enough and you have to, to work all day and 24-7, blah, 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 blah. But that's not me. I enjoy my free time, enjoy the tantra, the sitting on nails, what we were talking about before, all these uh, new experiences and um, uh, just enlarging my zone of comfort, my comfort zone, you know. So, yeah, I think um, that idea of label made me uh, question what are the words that I would love to use for myself to strive to embody those words. And first came the word enlightened because it's the spiritual path. It's the spiritual connection that I want for myself to feel. If you look up in the dictionary, enlightened, it means um, freed from ignorance and misinformation. 
Mm, how good that feels to me. Yeah. Yes. Like being able to, I, I, I heard about this or I felt this in my uh, Vipassana, in my first Vipassana retreat, um, just to be very uh, as objective as you can towards reality. Reality is, reality exists, but we have a lot of filters. We, we make it very subjective. So how can I sustain that as much as possible and uh, be as um, truthful as I can towards reality? So that for me is enlightenment. Enlightened. <laughs> then it's the millionaire. Well, similar to enlightened. And to humble. <laughs> I would say it's a very combination of those three. I know, I know. It sometimes can be very like, ah, oh, man. I actually remember, uh, sorry, yeah. you. We were in this, we were in this conference, and you stand up and you said this that I'm a humble lamb millionaire, and I look around and a few people are like. What does this guy think he's doing? Yes, yes. Have you have you noticed that? Yes, of course, okay. of course. And yeah. I also um, enjoy the cringe in a way because okay. I I feel it. It's like people either they're turning away. It's like ah oh, man, these Ubudians or <laughs> oh my god, these guys. I cannot stand them. You know. Um, But yeah, I, I feel I am the co-creator of my life. Yeah. And uh, if I use these words and I I can identify more and more with them, somehow these words become reality. Yeah. So, yeah, just to, to, to wrap things up here. Uh, millionaire is a symbol of, um, of groundiness. And I use it also because it's not woo-woo. It's very grounding. It's very measurable. Yeah. It's not something that you're like rich or abundant or something that you can. No, it's millionaire. And I mean dollars, euros, uh, bitcoins, whatever you want, like a, a real currency. Why? Rupia. Ru <laughs> you should like a million, not rupia million. <laughs> in, in brackets. Everybody's a millionaire. In, in brackets, yes, yeah. not rupia. Um, yeah, and I use it. Be, as, a, as a word, because I also challenge myself to apply the things that I uh, feel into existence, into reality. Like I was saying before that I'm the creator of my life. Well, how can I be totally free to create everything I want if I don't have the resources? And millionaire is one of those things that grounds me. That makes the 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 other enlightened uh, come to more in the middle, and then there's the humble, because I noticed that these two words can get to my head, and uh, I can become more infatuated or more like my my ego would be bigger. Yeah. I still have a very good ego. I am friends with, with it. Um, but with humble, it kind of uh, takes sometimes a, a, a backseat. Or yeah. uh, it, it's a good reminder for me that uh, still human, still one of like, like the rest. And I'm not uh, in any way superior. Beautiful. Yeah. Yeah. I, be honest... 
I know you, so I know who you are, and I can feel that you're a humble person. You do a lot to be enlightened. Well, I guess millionaire is quantifiable. So I, I don't know your bank account, but there's nothing for me to say that you're not millionaire uh, from the way you, I guess, live your life. Uh, but then when I hear those words, I get triggered. And I get triggered because is, to me, Alex is so much more than that. And those words to me, they also contradict to each other sometimes. Like if somebody is humble, usually humble means you live within your means. You are not sort of out there. And I'm not saying that you're out there, but you're definitely more out there than many people I know. So if you would, example, if you would go to a restaurant, you would probably order all the desserts in this restaurant, at least used to. So to me, I understand that. I understand where you come from because the way you operate, the way you help, the way you support is a very humble way. But for somebody who doesn't know you, when they hear it, it could be triggering. And for me, it's triggering not for the same reason. For me, it's triggering because I know you and I don't want people to have an impression of you mm. that they are not. You know, I'm I mean? very open to other words. So any suggestions to well, you should, improve you should my... should do that. Yeah. I mean, if you, if you enjoy them, and I'm just bringing you the... Uh, I just wanted to discuss that because I think it's important. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Before we go into some, some other deep topics, I think that I definitely think you're humble enlightened somebody said on this podcast actually i want to get your thoughts uh that i'm thinking about myself is that for people who are enlightened they usually don't know that for people who know that they're usually not enlightened so i have to say that let's say mother Teresa, an example we actually get a uh, did an episode that involved mother Teresa, and people just hated her for many reasons so i'm just giving you an example please don't write a hating comment that she's like molesting children or whatever it's just an example so i don't think that she would say that she's enlightened because she's humble enough not to do it mm-hmm. <laughs> in a way yeah. so what do you think about that quote in general I think I am not Mother Teresa and I'm doing my own thing. And uh, until I find a better way to explain the things that I feel inside, humble, enlightened millionaire it is. I love it. I love it. And uh, I think if people are cringing, let them cringe. Yeah, of course. I mean, um, I would cringe too. Um, If I was myself from 10 years ago would hear this, like, come on, man. But then I would also look at the guy's life, see what he's up to. And also, um, I'm mostly not doing this for the outside. I'm doing this mostly for myself. It's a constant reminder that this is like the northern star and the things that I want to embody more and more. Is it, uh, did somebody else do this? I don't know, but enlightened. Do I like the to feel enlightened? Yes. Am I always enlightened? No. Did I taste it? Yes, I think I did from okay. time to time. Yeah. Millionaire is something that I want to keep as a as a I don't know. Like I said, the creator of the in, in the outside world and humbleness it's it's coming and going. It's never a, a constant, but I strive to be more and more of each. 
you're on a journey of traveling for the last seven years? Nine. Nine years. So nine years, you're constantly traveling and being in different places, meeting people. You meet celebrities, you meet poor people in Africa, you meet everybody you can imagine. What are some of the biggest commonalities you see between people in your travels? I, like you said, I, I met a lot of people from all walks of life. And I remember a few years ago where I was more excited about meeting some celebrities or people that had a big following. And I thought they know the answers. I know those, those people would know. But it was also surprising to me, but I guess it sounds pretty cliche, that a, a lot of wisdom that I got in my life was from people that are not on YouTube, that you don't know much about. And um, that was a, um, an aha moment. Um, I think I, I like to treat people the same. And I... I've been doing this, I think, all my life. I think I learned it from my parents um, to um, treat the same way the, the lady that is cleaning the house with the celebrity that I'm meeting. And um, besides my expectations for when I am or was meeting a celebrity, other than that, um, it's always the human connection and like you say it's the soul to soul that to me is always valuable and i um i think this is also one thing that makes people attracted to me that they see that i am uh talking to them not to their uh image or whoever they think they are it's just humans everywhere if you are in um, Cuba and everybody's uh, dancing and uh, they have uh, the average salary is like 10 or $15 per month and you go in Japan and everybody's more serious and they're just dressed all the same and uh, they're working for thousands of dollars but they're more strict and uh, more in their mind in a way. So every, everywhere people are in a way different but all the same. You mentioned that you were looking for what in terms of wisdom when you were meeting celebrities. What was the actual question? What was the intent? Like, what, what was this wisdom that you were looking for? What are the ingredients of an extraordinary life? What does a life um, amazing? How can one get there faster? Um, I thought the some some people in India or these guys that are always looking on like oh I meditated sixty days or and so on uh, or it could be on the other side more the the business guys that made it that had a lot of success and so on. So far, as far as I met people. Nobody knows what the fuck is going on. <laughs> yeah. It's still a mystery. Nobody actually knows. The more somebody is certain of something, that the more it tells me that they actually don't know. 
There's people that explain you in levels how it works from here. You go into here and then you go here and blah, blah, blah. And there are spirits outside and you go into this. Uh, like, come on, guys. Yeah, it's very nice. It's a nice story. I, I'm very open to all these stories. I'm, I'm hanging out with all the people like this. And I am, uh, like I said, open to, to, to any interpretation. But the, the truth the underneath it all is we have no idea. Well, why is it important to know the truth? I thought it's important. But after my 5-MEO DMT experience, I, um, I, I kind of, you know, it, it, it's like uh, the phone is ringing. You pick up the phone, you get the message, and then you hang, hang up. I felt like that, wow. like I got the message, like we are already living in a work of art. This is magic. So why am I looking for the big question that there's still that rebel and that adventurer inside me, but that experience really humbled me. Yeah. It, it was like a very big punch in the mouth for my ego to understand that mm, this is what I was made for. Existence itself is amazing. All the tastes, all the colors that we see, all, all the things, it's just, wah, it's so good. Yes. It's orgasmic if you think about it. And everywhere you put your attention, it can be very broad or it can be very deep into something. I have a friend, a very good friend. He's obsessed with James Bond. Anything James Bond is amazing. We went on trips because James Bond did those trips. We went to a port. We, went, we drank some, we smoked some cigars, everything James Bond. I have a friend obsessed with cars, with cars collection. I have a, a friend obsessed with wines, with cheese, with watches, with suits, with anything, anything. And it goes deeper and deeper and deeper. Or you can just look around and everything is already HD. Very like 4K, 8K, whatever resolution you're talking about, it's all a lot of detail. Everything, everything is so much, so much. Reality is so much. Yeah. So how did your life change from that experience when you learned that you don't need to chase? I don't know if my life changed so much, um, but the, that search that we were talking about, uh, it slowed it down a lot. It's, um, I feel that I kind of know what I needed to know. And, um, I have to do two things. That's what, that's what I felt. Two things. One, get the crew together. I don't know exactly what this means, but I have to get the crew together. It's like, um, before I thought I will sacrifice my life in a way like uh, Bruce Willis in Armageddon. 
like the yes, asteroid is coming and Bruce Willis is going and saying, guys, don't worry. You just spoil the movie for everyone. <laughs> yeah, don't worry, guys. Uh, Still watch it. Nobody dies. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> He goes on, on this asteroid and says, I, I will sacrifice myself for the rest of humanity. And everybody's like, oh, my God. And in a way, I was feeling that this is kind of how my life is going to be. Like, I'm going to sacrifice myself for a bigger cause. And um, in my five MEO experience, I realized, I felt that, nah, it's not about me. No, it's actually not about me. I'm not the, oh my God, he's going to be the hero. He's going to be the one sacrificing for all. No, it's about... Um, group it's about i don't know how big this group is it may be the whole humanity or i'm just getting a group together of those m more smarter than me more more capable than me of doing some changes but i'm supposed to in my mind i'm not this is not coming from anywhere else than from my own experience i should get these people together And uh, let as much go of my ego, in a way, of my need for recognition, for like, ah, oh, yeah, I'm going to be the one putting everybody together. Um, and kind of these guys, girls and guys, will be the ones making the change. So that's one thing that has definitely changed because I'm, I'm now in search of these people with my own criteria. And the second thing is an even bigger appreciation of life in general. Just every breath, just every thing that I eat, that I experience. Um, I think I already was quite high on this, but now even more. Yeah, you have this beautiful tendency of just being truly happy. Like, there's not a lot of people you see who have a constant level of happiness higher than everybody else's. Yours is definitely the one that attracts people to. Mm. And I see different, like, different people, absolutely different people gravitate towards you. It can be from Obudian, as you're saying, people who are, like, doing Tantra to people who just make millions and, like, a whole bunch of people, so... Definitely yeah. something about it. The one question about ask about traveling. You inspired me to travel. We met quite a long time ago now. Um, and I look at your life and I'm like, this guy, I like what he does. So I start traveling. But at some point in my travels, I realized part of this traveling for me is running away. Mm. Like when I move from city to city, I, I, it's hard for me to build deep connection. I'm just there and I'm trying to find something new. So I sat down and I thought, what am I running away from? And I still don't know the answer, but I know that I found a place here in Bali, thanks to you as well, uh, that suits me well. And this just desire, big desire to travel that I need to leave right now is gone. So you've been traveling for nine years. What is the underlying desire for you to change those countries all the time? When I left Romania, I was going to therapy. And uh, my therapist said very similar things to what you said. 
you're, you're just trying to run away. You have unresolved issues with your mom. You have unresolved issues with your father. Going away won't sol solve them. You need to solve your issues and then decide if you still want to go. I felt that um, if I would be playing a video game, it's like I finished level 30, which was living in Bucharest. And I already did all the missions and I already uh, beat the big boss. And now if I continue living in Bucharest, it's like, but, but I already know all the things. Why can't I just go to level 31? So I went to level 31 in my own heart, in my own, I don't even know. Was it coming from fear? Maybe. Was it coming from a love of exploring and adventure and novelty? Maybe. But it was what I felt inside that it's what I want. And I started traveling. And I started having different experiences, meeting different people, practices, uh, ayahuasca, uh, psychedelic journeys, uh, all the stuff. All those things helped me to understand myself better, to be more aware, and to revisit some memories and also to actually go back to Romania and talk to my parents and to sit down and see what things in the past were unresolved and how are we now. And uh, I have a very good relationship with my parents. I, I think I have a very good relationship with my old friends. And um, there, I wouldn't change a thing from everything that I've done. And um, yeah, it's been quite a long time, nine years. Only in the pandemic times, I spent 16 months here in Bali. Other than that, I have been constantly on the move. On average, 20 countries every year. And sometimes I like to travel fast, like this summer with my car, doing a road trip around Europe. I love it. So good. Just to have no destination, to go wherever I want, explore, make a left or a right whenever I want. And uh, also spend more time in one place whenever I feel like it. After an adventure like this, when I go to a lot of places, then I'm like, oh, maybe spend some time in one place. And... Um, then I come here and I'm here for the next three months. I was in uh, New Zealand this year for the first time. I really liked it there. And uh, I plan to go back, spend a few months every year. I have been thinking about stability lately. I've been living a life of total freedom. And um, I don't... Uh, uh, take the identity of traveler. Uh, so when I want, I spend more time in one place and other times I move. 
I liked New Zealand so much that I would like to be there for when it's summer. I like Bali so much, I would like to spend the next few months here, maybe like when it's spring. I love Europe in the summer, so spend three months there. I love Bali, so come back here when it's fall. I see that as a way of living, not just because uh, one place is calling me, but because the world is my home and every country is a room in that home. I'm not considering, oh, I was born in Romania, so I need to go back to Romania. I love Bali, but I don't think uh, the, the wet months here are the best. So why, let's say, suffer through the things that I don't want when there's a better thing on the other, like a plane ride uh, away? Yeah, I understand. Uh, the, the only rationale from my personal experience with travel and I still love traveling. There's nothing as travel. But as you were saying before, you can go very broad or you can go very deep. Being able to go deep requires commitment and time and dedication. So to me, being in one place and building the community and going deep and understanding what's happening there and really caring about it, uh, just something that I prefer at this stage of life but it could change. Uh, have you been able to get the depth of the place when you travel so much around, I guess? I'm uh, learning this stuff about um, what you said with, with being in one place. I believe how you do one thing, you do everything. Recently, ideas about family are coming to my towards me. I also have a few very good friends that have uh, started a family recently and they have a baby. And uh, I was also recently the godfather in Romania of a very beautiful little angel. Her name is Maya. So in Romanian tradition, you, you baptize a, a child and uh, you also become their spiritual guide. And uh, I was uh, fortunate to be the, the one chosen to, to be this. To Congratulations. Maya. Yes, thank you. And also holding her and uh, being with her mother and uh, with the other kids um, is really, um, yeah, humbling and uh, uh, inspiring. And I, and I love it. You know, I've always loved uh, the sight of uh, young kids. It's so amazing. And uh, that is growing on me. It's like a seed that uh, is, is growing. And I am thinking about spending more time in one place. Uh, but the, the, I've been practicing the, the freedom thing for so long that I'm looking for ways to integrate it at first. Maybe I will find a place, two places, three places uh, in, in the end. But right now it's a, it's a mix of them both. I can't let go of the adventurer, of the explorer yet. I feel they're coming together and I don't want to force any one 
but I do feel I'm coming towards a more uh, stable place. May it be, like I said, three places. Yeah. That's pretty stable for me right now. Okay. Yeah. I mean, as long as you're happy. Yeah. Um, so you're experiencing all those things. You're traveling around. You're having whole bunch of experience you probably tried everything that i can imagine in my head you tried it and then some more yes and then some more <laughs> yes <laughs> and those parts i haven't explored yet yes that being said so what are some of the values that you live by some core values that you developed through your life that you that you live by i think still my core value is freedom i um enjoy it so much and uh i remember even uh, during COVID times i felt like living in a parallel universe here in bali and being able to ride my scooter in between the rice fields in the, in the jungle and uh, by the sea and um being able to meet with people and uh, have all these practices that all these guys, including myself, do in Ubud. Um, yes, it's amazing to have freedom and to enjoy it. Um, I remember a quote from Benjamin Franklin. He said, uh, wealth is not his that has it, it's his that enjoys it. So I am doing my, my best to enjoy my freedom. I also love sharing it. I, um, I think people that are almost there or they feel a hunger or they've been like I was living in a cubic, living in a, in a, a life where you feel like a prison and you're going to a job uh, and it's like a loop and you want to escape it. I also want to share the things that I discovered that have helped me with these guys. Like, guys, look what I found. This is so cool. It's this business or this mindset or this uh, principles. It's so amazing. Let's maybe you want to try this. And um, yeah, the, the, the second value, I don't know how to call it this sharing, you know, just um, after I find something, I want uh, first, all my friends to know, and then maybe I can get one of those uh, things that uh, speaks, makes you speak loud. Uh, yeah, yeah, loudspeaker. Loudspeaker, yeah, 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 whatever it's called, uh, to tell everybody about this. It's so cool, I just found this thing. If you, if you hear somebody speaking loud, then no, but probably who is sharing his, yes, 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 his wisdom. It's me and ice cream. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and um, health has uh, made its way higher and higher. I uh, enjoy the going to the gym uh, more more than how it was before for my uh, ego being the best looking and so on. Now it's more for my health and longevity and uh, these things like uh, biohacking, what I eat. All this stuff are, are, are health related. And... Um, I, I guess love, you know, L love has become a thing that I am uh, nurturing more and more in my uh, intimate relationships in the with my audience, with everybody. I do my best to 
embody it and to communicate in 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 a non-harming way in at first yeah you talk a lot about ego uh, you have a big audience Whenever, whenever any of the podcasts go live, Romanians are just going crazy. So, mm. Romanians, if you're if you're watching, uh, but that also feeds the ego. Yeah, and uh, you're you're a pretty public person in Romania and in here. How do you stay grounded? Mm. It's a process. It's not like I discover groundness and I'm like, oh. Here you are, groundness. Thank you very much. Yeah, I will put this in the bag and now I'm grounded. Um, it's the constant reminder that life goes up and down. And uh, it's very true that my ego tends to go um, higher when I have results. And um, it's always in check uh, first because of me. Uh, then I have a, a, a small group of uh, friends and then I have a community that is there for me when, uh, and they can tell me right, right away if I am a little bit uh, drifting into the, the, oh, look at me, me, I am the best. Um, I think it, it's helpful as well, as long as I am aware of it. As long as I don't let it um, lead or take over in riding the vehicle, which is me. Um, it can be a good um, push, like, oh, yeah, imagine the recognition and imagine this. But always with the love and with the compassion and understanding that if um, I want this for myself, would I be okay with everyone else having the same thing? This is one question that I ask myself. And then the other question is, have, have you, this is not the question, but have, have you seen um, I Am Legend with yeah. Will Smith? Yeah, so yeah. what if I am Will Smith? No, not like that. Not, not. I don't want to be Will Smith, guys. I don't want to be. So what if I am... Will Smith want to be probably, yeah. <laughs> What if I am the only person alive? Would the things that I want, desire, create still matter? So this is the second question. What if I'm the only one on the planet? What if everybody else uh, in the world gets the same thing? Do I still want it how does that make me feel inside can i still get excited about it or it's like like uh i don't know i was talking to a friend and uh, she said um, what if you had the secret of happiness and you want to make a documentary but you cannot put your name on the documentary it has to be anonymous and you cannot ever tell anybody that it was you that created that documentary. Would you still do it? Would you still put effort into it? And it's like, oh, man, it's hard. Initially, you're like, yeah, man, yeah, yeah, yeah. But once you're, like, really thinking about it, for me, for me, well, if I think about it. I feel it, the like, same way, yeah, yeah. It's like, ah, oh, man, it's, it's hard to let go. 
तो It's not always easy. Um, I a lot of uh, quotes come in my mind, and uh, it, it's about being in the arena. It's about uh, being a creator and not a spectator. If you are a spectator and you are throwing arrows at other people, you know it's uh, just uh, that that's the the maximum you can do from that position. Usually. I surround myself with people that are also creators that also have this compassion and drive and um that they are inspiring me with the things that they're doing in their life. So, yes, uh it's not always easy. I'm also attracting uh um or better said I was attracting different uh females in my life about this title. and i am not um hiding it it's uh something that i was at first maybe 9 years ago or something but then i started to feel into it and be like man this is actually who i am hello i'm alex i'm a millionaire <laughs> yeah yeah maybe not like this but once they discover it yeah. uh it's it's um it's something that uh i know girls appreciate that a man can be a, a provider can um i don't know be you can be safe with him and uh i am focused on making money i am focused on making a change i am um this business man and have this mindset and um i don't want to hide it but it also comes with uh people like you said that just want to um take advantage i don't know if it's um the right word but okay we'll we'll use it it's um enjoy the benefits <laughs> exactly exactly of, yeah enjoy they the just, full benefits of alex yeah 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 they just want to uh, to be there for the joy ride you yeah. know like oh millionaire I can do that. Yes. <laughs> no problem. Please open the door. I will be here next It's easier to swipe nice. into there if you see millionaires or if you see, <laughs> you see me with the kids. <laughs> 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 That's my Tinder for you. I don't have to. But if I did with two kids in a while. Yeah. Uh it's not on my profile by the way. Uh, not on my Tinder profile. Um Yeah so um I started to be more aware of this and um maybe I also needed 
all those experiences to understand myself better, to know what I really want, because there were also, it wasn't all their fault that they were in my life. I also believe I attracted those people in my life. Yeah. So I learned a lot of lessons. I uh, believed they, um, they made me more aware of the things that I was not seeing about myself. And uh, like I said before, a work in progress. Tell me about some of those lessons. I think that would be very useful. What are some of those lessons you learned about yourself through that? Particularly that experience of attracting. Well, what thing, one thing that comes to mind is um, that I'm not looking for a princess anymore, but I'm looking for a queen. Okay. Um, a princess in, is somebody that just uh, likes to be seen on Instagram or whatever, and uh, she is beautiful. She is amazingly. Uh, like how she looks and but but she's also focused a lot only on that a queen is somebody that knows herself that she's a queen and treats herself in that way she doesn't need so much the attention of others and focuses on different things where her um, femininity comes alive and she also um, embodies like she, I can feel that she can be a good mother and um, also is in her power is somebody that probably this would um, mean that she's independent that she can be independent she doesn't need me she wants to be with me but she doesn't need me yeah. so um, this has definitely shifted for me in the last few months and uh, I've uh, I loved my interactions with the princess energy, but I feel I had enough, and I'm ready to move on to a more uh, queen type, uh, queen king type of relationship. Amazing! Yeah. I'm very happy to hear that. <laughs> Thank you. I mean, I I appreciated see, seeing you with all the princess you have, but uh, I think that's a very mature way to look at that. Thank you. But it comes at I guess. Queens probably are harder to find because princes are attracted by by different things True. that queens are attracted by. But you, I think you like challenges and exploration, so you'll be exactly, exactly, you'll yes. be right there. Um, couple more questions. Call me. Yeah, <laughs> all the queens put the comment that you're a queen, and who knows. <laughs> Probably not a queen if you're commenting because queens are not on the YouTube, you know? They don't uh, maybe they are on YouTube. Maybe they are listening to something like this. Oh, yeah. I think it's very possible. Yes. yes. All uh, the queens listening, I'm sorry that I said you're not on YouTube. You are. <laughs> Please uh, like and subscribe. And uh, yeah, if, if there's a good queen here, comment and we'll, we'll connect you with, uh, with a king. <laughs> Who knows, you know? Uh, the big question I ask is, what are you afraid of? Mm. not living an extraordinary life interesting yeah what would happen if you don't live extraordinary life maybe extraordinary like this um, two words put together doesn't um, resonate very much even with me but living an amazing life a, a full life um 
a life that I am proud of myself. Okay. So when I'm not proud, that would be the life that yes. would be sucky sucky. Sucky sucky. <laughs> <laughs> some, some Japanese slang. <laughs> yeah, I just put it in there. Can we get some sucky sucky, please? <laughs> <laughs> we don't need that. Uh, interesting. That made me think because ex- amazing life, it can be the life of sitting in one place and being grateful for who you are and sitting like a monk in the in a in a jungle or it can be flying in a private jet in your private island all of those are amazing lives so what's the criteria i guess this is very subjective you know how i was saying before that i do my best to be as objective as i can this is not objective so I believe we're going to live 100 or 200 young years. Like I'm going to be healthy and striving and be able to do a lot of things. I believe we are contemporaries. I believe we are here in this time because I, I, because we want to be here. So even if I have sometimes the desire to go and spend a lot of time in a cave... And be like, I'm done. Bye-bye. Shut down. This is great. I Maybe I will do that for a, a longer time later. But for now, this uh, aliveness, this uh, excitement about living now, today, with AI, with um, all these challenges that we have, I think this is what makes it more interesting. Being able to have the spiritual um, inner journey while outside you can create the impact that you want. Mm-hmm. So for me, it's it's a both, you know? Yeah. Uh, that's why the enlightened millionaire part. Okay. Yeah. Uh, I'm just trying to, trying to wear this fear on myself and i'm thinking that i would be constantly in fear i will be like this amazing life i don't know am i sitting here is that amazing life or i could be doing mm-hmm. something else is that amazing is this amazing so to me that the fact that it's very subjective would make me really afraid that i'm not living amazing life mm-hmm. whereas for me if i would accept who i am and where i am this for me will be a seed of amazing life. Mm. Right now, I'm happy who I am. That's amazing. But if I strive somewhere too much and I like go through whatever, like getting somewhere where to get there, I need to sacrifice a few things or do a few things, the life becomes less amazing even if I achieve somewhere. So just staying there and rephrasing it and being content to me will be more amazing. But what I'm trying to say, the subjectivity of this will be make me be fearful all the time. Mm. But yes. Just... Um, I'm also collecting proof that I am living an amazing life. How do I feel? How, what are the things that I have uh, achieved? on the outside, in the outside world. It's always a balance 
between the enlightened and the millionaire. Because I can lie to myself and say, no, you're good, man. You're, you're doing great. You just have an office uh, job. You've, you just went on three vacations per year, uh, not two vacations like all your friends. You're doing great. You, you saw your parents uh, this weekend. You went to the club. You also played some um, poker with the guys. This yeah. is a great life you're living. Yeah, but you're Alex Hoodie, man. You're, it's, I mean, you're already living the life that like 0.1% people live. <laughs> yes, and this is also the life that I used to have. And I uh, label that period of my life as the spectator because I was going home and I was watching three movies every night. And I was on a hunt for the latest series And I was giving a lot of my attention to outside instead of what can I become? What can I create in the outside world? So in the last 10 years, it's been a shift and it's been a bigger focus on who am I becoming? Who, what can I create What can I bring to the world by who I am? So, yeah, uh, it's... Um, it seems like it's a constant race. It's not. I don't feel it like that. I feel... Okay. Um, sometimes it's a race. Like now I feel like I'm on a sprint because um, I'm building some new things and I'm like, oh, yeah, 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 yeah. But then the last three years, I haven't done anything. Yeah. It's like relaxed and uh, tantra and sitting on nails and all this stuff. So it's a it's a balance. We give people free nails. <laughs> <laughs> it's a real nail, nail salon. You just sit on the nails. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. Yeah, I, I understand what you're saying. I'm just trying to trying to put it to myself. I'm like. So you need to collect more of those experiences and, and everything. But in reality, I mean, how much more can you experience if you experience everything I can imagine plus some more, uh, especially some more? Like, is to me, and I'm gonna be I'm gonna be sharing an honest thought here. It's like. This is an amazing guy who experienced everything. He's humble and enlightened and a millionaire already. But he needs more proof that he's enlightened and humble and amazing. Uh, but it will never be enough. Maybe. But you're already I, enough. <laughs> yeah, I think sometimes uh, balance is at the extremes. Yeah. Um, and my life is not um, constant in any way. A good friend of mine, a very good friend of mine, my, my first mentor, David, he likes to say that he likes, he wants his life to be like this no ups no downs because he had a rough childhood and he knows that when he has a big high it comes with a big low and he is he wants for himself a constant life yeah just a little bit maybe a little bit up down but that's it yeah i don't want this i feel alive i also feel the abyss of the fall 
I'm also experiencing deep lows in my life. Yeah. But I think that in the last years, this these have been more uh, straight up than before. I would stay down for a longer time before, yeah. but now I feel I'm more like jumping up. But this doesn't mean those times don't exist, that, that I don't have bad days. I had uh, quite a few bad days in the summer and I was in the mountains of Montenegro just myself and uh, meditating quite a lot and uh, yeah, just like refreshing my my ideas and who I am and so on. So I, I have a, a mix of um, feelings and I think it's part of the human experience. There's a very uh, dear quote to my life, to my uh, soul and it says that um, sh uh, ships in harbor are safe but that's not what ships are built for yeah. and that's life do you want do I want to be safe and stay all the time and in a comfortable place or do I want to explore to adventure and to get to the limits so then I can get back to the center do I want to be all the time in a dark retreat? Because I love them. They're so good. You know what I'm talking about. I don't know. Yeah, you hooked me up to that. He, uh, many things that I do, he hooks me up. Yeah. Then, I, first, first time we came here, he's like, I'm going to a dark room. And I'm like, this guy's crazy. I should probably, <laughs> <laughs> probably stay away. And then I'm a dark retreat. <laughs> yes. I'm like, this is amazing. Yes. So do I want to live in a dark place? No. Do I love to visit? Has it become my favorite uh, destination to vacation? Yes. Montenegro, dark retreats. Exactly, exactly. It's so good, man. So good. So um, that is like a harbor for me. Okay. And then I go back and then I go into the wild and go to the rough seas and see how I develop my how i bring up how i enjoy those beautiful at one point you had an instagram handle that said ambassador of happiness and a manga juice lover i'm gonna leave manga juice lover aside uh and ask you a question I ask everybody here according to hoodie how to live a happy and fulfilling life mm. i um had this thing because I was organizing some events in Romania and uh, the, the label was um, happy people and uh, I became the ambassador of happiness. I really liked the how that sounded and you're just an ambassador. You're not like, I don't know, the owner of happiness. So um, awareness, awareness. Um, my, my good friend Matteo will um, we'll release a, a book in the next few weeks. It's called The Awareness Method. And um, this is what I feel has helped me a lot. Uh, first, with the Vipassana, where, where I learned how to, how to see the thoughts, how to notice them and to give them attention and not, and to uh, feel into my body. I believe... Uh, Knowing your truth is the best thing you can do and just sit with it at first. You don't have to do anything, but knowing 
already puts a lot of light and uh, it changes things. You may be unaware of things in your life, but they are still running your life. Yeah, 100%. So when you become aware, you're like taking power. You're, you're like, you're like Super Mario on the mushroom. Yeah. Yes. So that's why they have mushrooms in this game. I am. That's, you know, why? Why is it a mushroom? I know. I know, right? So, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, makes Whoop. things up. <laughs> that's, that's exactly how you feel. <laughs> <laughs> yes. So, um, awareness is the the key to a good life, I believe. Um, you may want to take action or you may not want to take action, but knowing is, will be very empowering. Beautiful. Amazing. Thank you for coming and for sharing vulnerably. I know it's not always easy, but I really appreciate you. You helped me a lot in my life and, uh, I really, really appreciate you coming here. Aww. Thank you very much. Thank you. Thank this you everyone for Thank watching. You. If there's a Queens out there, please subscribe. King, subscribe. <laughs>